Sammy burst through the door. Ah! Givaldic! He said at the top of his lungs as he skidded along the linoleum floor to the table, came to an abrupt stop and sat down. Ah! Mommy! Ima! Ma! Thanks for the cookies. Whoa! You're excited today, Sammy. What's happening? What's making you so enthusiastic? You'll never guess in a million years. Okay, so tell me. Actually, guess. Um, you have a Chumash test. No. You got back a Gemara test with a good grade. Uh, nope. I did get back a Gemara test, but, well, I, I got an 89, but, but it was a pretty good grade, but it wasn't a great grade, but Mary said that I did a good job, but, okay, okay, let me, I'm guessing, right? That's right, that's right. How about, um, oh, I, I know, I know, you're looking forward to Shabbos Kodesh. Ah, you're right, I'm looking forward to Shabbos Kodesh, that's true. Oh, Baruch Hashem, but that's not the exactly, the exactly, exactly. I don't know, why would you be so excited? I'm excited, ma, because guess who is coming to town? Um, Uncle Maishi? Oh, ma, not Uncle Maishi. Uncle Maishi's not coming to town. I mean, maybe he is, but I don't know. No, that's not who. Guess who is coming to town? I, 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 I don't know. Ma, have you been outside in the past few days? Um, I have. I've gone to the store and I've gone to, I got the dry cleaning and I, and I went to my shear and I, and I did some chesed. Did you notice anything about our town and our city? Um, I noticed um, when I went out last week that the garbage cans were um, not picked up. The garbage was still in the garbage cans. Did you notice, though, that there were signs up and there was like worker men doing stuff on one of the roads? Nope. I didn't notice. Oh, my. You didn't realize. Oh, boy. I get to tell you the news. You're going to be... You're going to be so excited that, that, oh, I can't wait. Coming to town is the king. The king is coming to town. Sammy, what, ma? We live in the United States of America. And to the republic, yeah, yeah, I know, ma. We have a president. We don't have a king. No, 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 not the king of the United States. The king, the king. Sammy, ah, uh, I get it, Sammy. I understand. You mean that the Rebbeinu Shalolam, Melech Malchiam Lachem Hakadosh Baruch Hu is coming to town because Elul and Tishri are coming. Um, well, no, nah, I, 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 I didn't mean that. Good because that's not happening for a long time. What king are you? Oh, the king of England. The Eng- king, king. England doesn't have a king. They have a queen. Ah, who in the world is coming to town? Ma, you'll never guess in a million years. I know, Sam, you told me that already. And then you asked me to guess. But I don't want to guess. Who's coming? The king of Portugal. (gasps) Uh, And... And the reason I'm excited is why, Sammy? Ma, the king of Portugal is coming to town.
down. Isn't that exciting? Is, is he related to us? Is is he related to us? Is he our cousin, maybe? The king of Portugal? I, I don't think he's Jewish. Oh, oh, just checking. Um, so why would I be so excited that the king of Portugal is coming to town? Well, Sammy looked at his mother. Tears filled his eyes. Ma, I feel bad. I feel bad you never learned the reason to be excited a king is coming to town. Because kings are powerful. Did you know that according to the Torah, if you don't listen to the king, the king could chop off your head? Well, Sammy's mother said, I like my head, so I'm not so excited the king is coming to town. When is he coming to town anyway? Oh, the king is coming to town on Shabbos Kodesh. All right. Oh, so anyway, what's the difference? Uh, the king is coming to town on Shabbos Kodesh, so you're not going to see him anyway because Shabbos Kodesh. Uh, well, how are you going to see him? Of course, I'm going to go see the king on Shabbos Kodesh. There's signs up all over the place. But Sammy, Sammy, my dear Sammy, listen, listen, I have to get back to work and, and making the challenge and stuff for Shabbos. But you can't go, it's not Shabbos, Dick, to go to, to a parade on Shabbos to see the king. Oh, you knew about the parade. No, I guess there was a parade. All right, but, but you can't go to the Shabbos parade. It's not Shabbos, Dick. I remember when I was a kid in Baltimore, they had this race called the Preakness, and people would go, and the Rabbana would say, it's not nice to go. Because it's not Shabbos stick. So, 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 it's not Shabbos stick to go. Actually, Ma, is it possible that my Rebbe in class said that everyone should go? And he said that the Rav told everyone in the shul to go? What? Impossible. Sammy, you must have misheard. Probably your Rebbe said nobody should go. And you thought it was every... No, Ma, it's true. My Rebbe said, my Rebbe said that there's a Gemara. The Gemara says in, in Mesechus, um, um, uh, Tamid, uh, Shuas, uh, Sanhedrin, uh, Gitin, uh, uh, Yevamas, um, um, uh, um, I don't remember. Some Mesechta. It says in Shah, somewhere in the 60-something Mesechtas of Shas. It says something like, um, Le'olam, uh, something, well, whatever it says exactly, it says basically a person should always run to see kings, even if they're not Jewish kings, because then you'll be able to understand what it means, a king! And we don't have any kings uh, today, and, and we have to understand what Mashiach is gonna be, Machus Beis is gonna be. Ah! And therefore it's a mitzvah. Did, did you know the Gemara says that one of the people in the Gemara, he, he was a Cain, and he, he went through a cemetery to see the king. A Gaish king. Cemetery? It doesn't make sense. It's a Cain. I, I, I think, Sammy, maybe you're mixing things up. Sometimes, you know, Sammy, you, I, I, I know that you know that sometimes it happens, but maybe this is one of those examples that sometimes you mix things up, and you get things confused and backwards and inside out and, and upside down, and maybe you were upside down in your chair when the Rebbe was saying it, so you heard... That one thing, and the Rebbe was saying something, maybe, Ma, Ima, I'm sure that that's what Rebbe said. I'm positive that that's what, I'm positive that that's what Rebbe said. I'm sure, I'm positive. Ima, you're gonna see, it's, it's, ah, the parade, ah, you know, Ma, Ima, I I have to go get ready. I have to go get ready for, for the king, to, 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 to to greet the king, and it's gonna be Shabbos soon, and, and, it's, it's only Wednesday, Sammy. I know, but it's gonna be Shabbos soon, and I have to get ready. Uh, where do we keep the shoe polish? Shoe polish? 
Yeah, I have to go polish my shoes, but but I polish your shoes on Motzei Shabbos. I know, but I want to polish them again because Lashem Mitzvah is visiting the king. I want to polish my shoes. And anyway, Ma, you probably only polished the outside of my shoe. Did you polish the inside of my shoes? Uh, no. Well, in honor of the king, I'm going to polish the inside of my shoes. I, I really have to make sure that that that's very clean. Okay, Sammy. Okay, Ma. Oh, oh, oh thanks, Ma. Uh, actually, I didn't eat any cookies. I kind of took them in my hands, and they're all melted, the chocolate chips all over my hands. Uh, I think I'm, I'll am i have them later. Uh, see you later. I'll, I'll, I'm going to go. All right, Sammy. Shoo, he's excited. Ah, and Sammy's mother went back to the work in the kitchen when, about three seconds later, the door to the front of the house slammed open. Slammed open, you're asking. How does a door slam open? The answer is when you push open a door so hard that it hits the wall behind it. And then causes the picture on the wall to fall to the ground and the glass covering the picture to shatter. That's called slamming the door open. And the door slammed open. And in walked Chaim and Ellie. Uh, boys, uh, um, Chaim, is everything okay? Everything's great, my Everything's awesome. It's so exciting. Did you hear the exciting news? I'm so, so ha- I'm I'm bursting. Um... I did hear the exciting news. I'm not exactly sure why it's so exciting, but I did hear the exciting news. You heard the exciting news? Who, who told you? Sammy told me. Sammy? What right does he have to tell you my private business? Well, I, I mean, it's not your private business if everyone's going to know about it. How is everyone going to know about it? Well, because there's signs about it. He said, outside, there's signs. Did Sammy hang up signs outside? I didn't notice any. Sammy said that it was going to be, like, on Shabbos, everyone, on Shabbos, everyone's going to find out? Yeah, Sammy said that everyone's going to come and, everyone's going to come to what? To to whatever you're talking about. Huh? To the parade. Parade? Parade? Isn't that the exciting news? No, my exciting news was I got 110 on my Gemara test, and my Rebbe said that in honor of my 110 on my Gemara test, I'm going to get free ice cream for the next week. Wow, that's Givaldic. Did Sammy tell you that? No, 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 no. Oh, oh. What did Sammy tell you? About the king coming? Oh, that news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also exciting. Yeah, the king's coming, Ma. Isn't that exciting? Um, Ellie? Yeah, Ma. It's very exciting that the king is coming because if we see get to see a king, uh, Sammy told me the king chops your head off. That's fun. Um, I hope the king doesn't chop my head off. And it's fun because then you can b- go bowling with your head. Uh, Ellie, if your head is off, you're not going bowling anywhere. Well, oh, oh, why not? Um, all right. Well, whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, is it true what Sammy told me about the king coming? It, yeah, the king is coming, Sma. Okay, Chaim. What I meant is, Sammy told me something about what the Rebbeim said in school. Maybe his Rebbe. Oh yeah, I knew you wouldn't believe him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ma. Uh, it sounded chutzpahdik. I apologize. I, I, I just meant, I knew when Sammy was running around school, jumping up and down, he was kind of excited that the king is coming. And, and, and Sammy, that's why he was home a little bit before us. Uh, why is that? Because the, the Manal asked him to leave school a few minutes early. Why? Well, because Sammy was so excited that he was, like, climbing on the lockers, and he was, like, like hanging from the lights, and, and he was walking into classrooms at random times, shouting on the top of his lungs, Guess what? The king is coming! Prepare, prepare! The king is coming! 
And then he went into the office and he found the microphone for the uh, for, uh, for the for the speaker system. And he he said, uh, "Please excuse the interruption." Isn't it exciting? The king is coming. And the Manal, you know, he he, he knows he, Rabbi Feingold really understands Sammy, and he didn't want to just send them home. So he he just, uh, I mean, he said, "Sammy, you know, you probably have a lot of preparation to do for the king coming. So why don't you go home and start preparing?" And so so Sammy came home before us. Well, I was wondering. I did think it was a little early, but I, I wasn't sure. I was paying attention so much at the time. But but but. Um, I, 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 okay, okay, and, yeah, so I, I knew that when Sammy talked about the parade, and, and you would not, you would not want us to go to parade on Shabbos, and when the Rebbe said, you know what my Rebbe said? He said in the Gemara Brachas, it says, oh, right, something about Olam. right, very, wow, Ima, how do you know that? Well, Sammy started telling me, oh, so, so Sammy told you the Gemara, well, Sammy kind of told me, um, that word Olam, and then he got, like, chopped up, Sammy got chopped up, Ellie says, exclaimed. Ellie said, what? He got chopped up? The king's here already? He's chopping people up? He's chopping off his head? No, 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 Ellie, Ellie, no. Um, he got messed up. He, he got confused. Well, the Gemara says, Lo'ilam yorotz odom, liris malchi Yisrael. V'lo'ilam malchi Yisrael bovad. The person who runs to see Jewish kings, not only Jewish kings, but even Jewish kings. Lahavkin to be able to differentiate between types of honor that goes to kings and how kings act and how kings behave and what a David Melch looks like and a Shlomo Melch looks like versus the king of Portugal. We're going to go to this parade and everyone's going to be there. As a matter of fact, the Rav said it's a mitzvah to go and everyone should go in their best clothing and it'll be a big kid. This is Shem. It's awesome. I guess it is, his mother said. Ah, all right, here are the cookies and milk and the boys ate cookies and milk and they went on their way. About a half hour later, as she was putting the finishing touches on the table, poofing up the napkins, making sure the cups were straight for the dinner that they were having. Their little dinner, their family dinner, supper we call it. The door burst open. It didn't slam, Baruch Hashem. It was already glass that needed to be cleaned up. And the person who walked in was Sammy's father. And he was singing on the top of his lungs. Oh, you heard the good news, he said to his wife. Um, which good news? Oh, I didn't realize there's more than one piece of good news. Are you talking about Chaim's Gemara test? Or are you talking about Sammy's king? Sammy's king? Oh, yeah, the king. That's what I'm talking about. The king. The king of Portugal is coming, Portugal is coming to town. That's very exciting, isn't it? Do you know why? I do. Oh, you do. Very good. Because the Gemara Brachas. Uh, how do you know the Gemara Brachas? Yeah, it says something like, A person should run. Have you been learning Dafi Yomi when I'm at work? No, no, it's just, it's just that Chaim told me, and Sammy told me, and, and everyone's going a little bit sugar upstairs. I mean, there's jumping on the beds. You hear that sound? Uh, it sounds like more like this falling off the beds. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. Um, and everyone's very excited about the king coming to town. It sounds very exciting, Taka, Taka. It's very exciting, the king coming to town. And, and the Chazal uh, tell us we're supposed to go see the king, and it's a parade on Shabbos, and the parade route is right down the main street by us. We don't have to walk far. Geschmack, it's gewaldic. It's amazing. And the Rav of the Shul got up and he said, everyone should show up and everyone should wear their finest garments and everyone should give covet to the king, to do covet the king and be very honorable to the king because he's a melech, he's a king. I know. And did you know, Sammy's mother said to her husband, that the king could chop people's heads off? He could. Here in America? No, I'm just kidding. That's what Ellie, Ellie was very excited about that point. He wanted to go bowling. Bowling? He said, well, he got his head chopped off and go bowling. Hey, Ellie, let's show him. I know, I was just kidding. That's what he told me. It's very cute. Yeah, that's true. Ellie's a cute boy. Oh, all right. Where? Oh, there he is. Hi, Ellie. 
Hi, Tak. You're going to go bowling with me? I'm bowling? Yeah, when the king chops our heads off. Uh, I don't think we're going to have the king chop our heads off so quickly. Oh, man. But then can you take me bowling if he doesn't? Uh, maybe. Maybe. But, but, but you know, let's um, talk about it when that happens. Boy, oh boy, the next few days in Sammy's house. Well, I mean, in everyone's house, everyone was pretty excited the king's coming to town. I mean, how often do you get to see a king? And, and in a parade, and like, obviously he was like, gonna be like a king, not just like a, like a person in a suit and tie, and, oh, he happens to be the king. No, he's probably gonna be like really cautious in there. Sammy polishes shoes at least ten times. Inside and out. Sammy washed his shirt, his white shirt, in bleach, in white paint, in bleach again, to make sure it was as white as could be. Sammy tried on his clothes, and he made his tie a few different times. Sammy cut his fingernails down exactly to the right size. He brushed his teeth. Hey, Sammy, finally, you're brushing your teeth. Chaim, you know, at least I have my teeth. You already have, like, you know what, like a bunch of teeth missing. Sammy, I don't have teeth missing, okay? Ellie has teeth missing. Oh, okay, whatever. And he washed his face. And he brushed his hair with a brush. Uh, your Rebbe likes to brush, lets you brush your hair with a brush? Um, I don't know. I didn't ask him. He doesn't say it's like Begadisha or something? I, I could ask him. Well, it's too late anyway. You did it. And boy, oh boy, he was all ready. And it was Friday afternoon and he was jumping out of his skin. Sammy was so excited. It's going to be Shabbos Kadesh. The sign said the parade started at 2 o'clock. Sammy tells his mother, you know, Ma, maybe maybe don't even bother with the Suda. Maybe we'll just go in line to get to the parade. We'll just stand in line already at 11 o'clock after davening. And his mother said, no, no, you have to have a Suda. And Friday night was there. And the, the Chazan, of course, maybe when he sang Lecha Dodi, he sang the tune of Lecha Dodi to the tune of Yamim Yamim El Tosef. Yamim Lecha Dovavai Delekra Shavavavos Pehnei Shabos And Sammy was jumping out of his skin. He was like, he was like dancing around and putting his three fingers behind his head like a crown trying to show that he was like a melech, melech and he was he was so excited he went over to the rub and shook the rub's hand many times and said rub are you going to be at this thing and the rub says of course of course a great gewaldic rub are you going to go and say shalom aleichem to the melech are you going to give him his handshake I, I don't know whatever the government lets me do government well they're going to be policemen and guards there to make sure the king's safe oh I didn't think about that. Oh, you have to think about these things. Very important. If it hurts, make sure, make sure, Sammy, make sure you behave on your best behavior. And remember Shabbos. You can't do any malacha on Shabbos. Yeah, I know. I wasn't going to do any malacha. I wasn't going to bring my camera. I wasn't going to take any pictures. Of course, oh, that's a good Shiloh. Let's say there's a reporter there taking a picture, and you're standing next to the king, and he takes a picture of you with the king. Could you take the picture out of the newspaper the next day, or are you benefiting from malacha? Interesting question. I have to research that matter. Shabbos morning came. Sammy was up at three in the morning. He couldn't sleep. His like body kept jumping up. He's like, "Oh, it's time! It's time! It's time!" And Chaim's like, "Sammy, go back to bed." But Chaim, the king's gonna be here in a few hours. Chaim said, "Go back to bed." And Ellie, he fell asleep on the floor in the, their boys' room, and he woke up when Sammy woke up every few every few minutes, every few half hours, maybe, and. Wow, it was going on and on. Sammy was dressed downstairs waiting for the king to come already at 6 in the morning. He had a bowl of Shabbos cereal because he needs to eat something. He was nervous already, but he wasn't going to eat anything else. He didn't want to have a stomachache when the king showed up. They went to davening, and Sammy, during the davening, he ran around, he ran around. He asked the, the rabbi, um, Rav, is it possible we can use the crown from the Sefer Torah to, to bring out 
to the king and maybe the king could wear the crown in honor of the king because it's a mitzvah to see king and if we give him a crown it will be Sammy, this is a covenant Torah. It's a Torah's crown. It doesn't go to the king. It's Kesher It's Kesher Torah, not Kesher Malchus. And he was so excited. He came home. His mother and father had the table all set. They were all ready to, to start. When, Ma, could I, can I skip the Suda? Sammy, you have to eat something. Let's stay for Kiddush. They made Kiddush. Let's stay for Challah. Sammy took the piece of Challah. And in one bite, he took the entire piece of Challah, put it in his mouth. He chewed as quick as he possibly could. Chaim was sitting opposite Sammy. Sammy needed a drink because he had too much chal in his mouth at one shot. And so he said, fum, 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 fum. Ew, Sammy, that's gross! Sammy, don't talk when you have food in your mouth. Chaim picked off little pieces of chal off his face and off his shirt and off his plate and off his fish. Ma, can I have a different piece of fish? It's gross. Sure. I think Sammy wants a drink. And Sammy took a drink. And after he took a drink, he raised his hand. Uh, Sammy, you're not in school. Oh, um, c- c- could I bench? I guess. I, I just, I just want to be late. I want to be up the front. In the front of the line. Uh, all right, no problem. If, if you need to be, if that's what you want to be, go ahead. Go ahead, bench, and go to the front of the line. And, and we'll see you soon. We'll be there soon. So Sammy was standing right by the police line where it said, Police line, do not cross. Sammy was standing eagerly awaiting the arrival of the king of Portugal. As Sammy stood and waited, more and more people showed up. The place began to get very crowded. Sammy knew that his parents were there, his brother was there, his Rebbe was there, his Rav was there, but they were scattered all over wherever they found space to be. Sammy found himself standing Next to his neighbor, Mr. McIntosh. Oi, Sammy, maybe you want to stand over there instead, Mr. McIntosh said. No, this is a good place for me. Mr. McIntosh and Sammy, they, they, well, they didn't get along so well. Uh, Mostly because Sammy liked playing ball in his backyard and Mr. McIntosh's window had been replaced five times. Since the summer. Oh, Mr. McIntosh hadn't had to pay for it, but he still didn't like the fact that when he was eating a bowl of soup, it might become a ball bowl of soup instead of just a bowl of chicken soup. Okay, Sammy, just do me a favor. Just don't bother me, okay? No problem, Mr. McIntosh. I don't ever try to bother you. Oh, I know. And suddenly... A big, gigantic, loud noise of drums got heard from the distance. Mr. McIntosh stood straight. Ah, he is on his way. Uh, not yet, Sammy said. What are you saying? Look, such a group is coming with the drums. Mr. McIntosh, how come your accent keeps changing? Don't be impertinent, young man. Don't be chutzpedic. Hey, I thought... Yeah, or, anyway, that's not the king. Yes, you'll see. It's not the king. My Rebbe told us it's not the king. Your Rebbe told you. And the drummers came by. Massive 15, 16 drummers playing big drums, little drums, cymbals, marching in beautiful uniforms. And then... 
There was a little silence. And they heard a fife group, a group playing wind instruments called fifes, blowing and playing this really cool sounding song. Ah, Mr. McIntosh said, now the king is coming. Uh, Your voice changed again, Sammy said, but actually not yet. Oh yes, I bet. Okay, we could bet how much? A hundred dollars, two hundred dollars? It's Shabbos Kodesh. Oh, you're right. I shouldn't have bet on Shabbos Kodesh. You're right. And the king's wagon does not arrive. There's no king, but very decorated, fancy-dressed fife blowers, instrument players, and they pass. And now an entire orchestra Various instruments, drums, and wind instruments, and all different kinds of things. The only thing missing was like a big piano. They didn't have a big piano, because I guess it's hard to walk in a parade carrying a piano. And they walked by. Ah, now the king is coming, Mr. McIntosh said. Nope, said Sammy, not yet. And Sammy was right. This is ridiculous. How do you know? You're wrong. This is the truth. The truth is the king is on his way right now. You'll see. Ah, look at all those flags. And the group of flags, the Portugal flag, the flag of the United States, the flag of the city and state in which Sammy lived, the flag of some of the local institutions being carried by flag bearers, being walked to the beat of a single drummer. The king is coming now. You know, how many times do I have to tell you, Mr. McIntosh, the king is not coming? Not yet. <laughs> Mr. McIntosh mumbled under his breath. And then there was silence. Not even the birds chirped. The dogs did not bark. The only sound that was heard from a distance was the clippity-clop of horse hooves. Ah, Sammy said to Mr. McIntosh, now the king is coming. No, I don't believe you. How do you know that? My rabbi said a story in the Gemara. A story in the Gemara? That's right. The Gemara tells a story about one of the Amurayim who was blind, and he went to see the king. He went to see a parade just like ours. And guess what happened? What? He stood right next to you, Mr. McIntosh. Me? Yeah, he stood next to a big... Oop, I didn't mean that. He stood next to a Russia. You're not in Russia. He stood next to a, a big Russia. And and the Russia said, every second the king is coming. And the, and the rabbi said, nah, nah. And the guy said, you're blind. How could you tell? And the man said, I know it from the Torah. Because the Torah says, Kol ol de mama daka, that after a very quiet moment, and the, the, the Torah, I forgot the Pasuk exactly, but the Torah says that there's a quiet moment and, and then the king comes. That's the way Hashem does it. The, all the other sounds lead up to the king. So all the big noises is before the king comes. When the king comes, when the king comes, it's shh, quiet. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, you, you don't pay attention in class. I, I know you already. You, you make a bunch of bubba mices up. And then the king's wagon I call it a wagon, but it was a magnificent chariot came into view. The chariot was being pulled by four magnificently tall white horses. Each horse was decorated with jewels in the mane of the horse. It had a plume of feathers attached to the top of its head to make it 
regal and beautiful. The horses pranced with their legs held high, their necks straight up, as horses do when they're carrying nobility. Pulling behind them the chariot that was bedecked in gold and silver and glistening from the jewels that were fitted inside the crevices, the wagon came from Portugal. The king traveled with it wherever he went. It was his state wagon, his country's wagon, to give honor and glory to the king. And the man driving the wagon, the driver driving the wagon, he was dressed in fancy clothes. You might laugh when you see him because they were kind of like, they were kind of a uniform from the olden days, but that was part of the honor for the king. On each side of the wagon, in the front and in the back, were two soldiers also dressed in this funny outfit. They were not wearing guns, they were wearing these uniforms and hugging the side of the wagon, a bar, keeping them straight up while the wagon was being pulled. And in the back, there was a single man sitting on a high bench. When the wagon was being pulled, they sat in their seats, rigid, focused at attention. And everyone was watching the king's wagon go by. And they saw how the little window in the king's chariot had a curtain that was pulled to the side. And they saw the glimpse of somebody looking out and maybe the flashing of a hand as it waved. And everyone was really honored by seeing a king. Imagine their surprise when the wagon pulled up and stopped right in front of the spot where Sammy was standing. Uh Uh-oh, what was the matter? Everyone got concerned, including the policemen watching the line. Then, the foot soldiers, the men standing at the back of the wagon, jumped off. They raced to the wagon and pulled out from underneath a red carpet. And they unrolled, they unfurled the carpet right there up by the ground. The carpet ended right at Sammy's feet. Sammy's mouth was agape. His eyes were wide open. He was incredulous. I'm not only going to see the wagon of the king and get a glimpse of him from his waving, I might see him for real. Another one of the footmen grabbed a pair of stairs that pulled out from under the bottom of the wagon. And now, one of the soldiers, one of the footmen, opened the door of the wagon. And the king, dressed in a royal purple gown, stepped onto the ledge of the stairs. He was wearing on his head a golden crown with eight points. And the golden crown was gemmed with jewels of diamonds and rubies and sapphires glistening and shining in the sun. In his right hand, he carried a scepter, a golden stick that was carved and ornately designed. And when he stood out, he lifted the stick up and the entire crowd gave a cheer and it sounded something like, Long live the king! Even though he was the king of Portugal, not of the United States, people were so excited to see a king. Wow! A king! Sammy couldn't contain his excitement. And then the king started to come down the steps 
With every step coming closer to the crowd, the roar of the crowd became louder. Sammy was in awe. And then the king leaned over to the people on Sammy's right and he shook the hands of people who tried to shake his hands. And he leaned over to the left and he shook some other people's hands. He patted a baby or two on the head. And there was Sammy right in front of him. And Sammy looked up right at the king in his face. And the king of Portugal stood and looked down at Sammy and gave him a big smile and stuck out his hand. And Sammy shook his hand. I shook the hand of the king, Sammy was thinking. How am I going to wash for Shalashudis? How am I going to ever wash my hands again? I touched a king. And the king turned to go back to his wagon to continue along his parade route. That's when Sammy noticed that the king needed a little bit of assistance with something. You see, the king's long gown that went from his neck all the way down to his ankles that had sleeves that was covered on the sides of the sleeves, on the bottom of the sleeves with fur. Fur from a very rare creature. The beautiful purple garment with fur on the sleeves and fur by the neck. At the very bottom had a teeny tiny thread that was sticking out. Sammy said to himself in his brain, he said, this is the king of Portugal. The king of Portugal shouldn't have a string hanging out from his garment. That's not nice. That's not Bakovedic. That's not honorable for a king. And so, Sammy took the string and held onto it. As the king began to walk away, Sammy pulled it towards himself. Meanwhile, the king went back up the steps. They closed the door. They shoved the steps underneath where they came from. They rolled up the carpet. And they went back onto the wagon, onto the chariot. And the chariot moved on the next ten blocks or twelve to the big hotel in which the king of Portugal was going because he came to the city to meet with a very famous Portuguese man that the king wanted to talk to about coming back to the country and helping rebuild various things that this man was very talented in. And as the wagon arrived at the destination, the chariot reached the hotel. The footman hopped off, lowered the red carpet, put down the steps, and they opened the door. The footman stood at attention, gazing in the distance, because you don't look at the king in the face. At least you're not supposed to, if you're his servant. And the king stood up. And the king, who was busy talking to the people, the people busy people, I don't know exactly what he was doing, but the king walked right out of the wagon. And he came out of the chariot and he started to walk towards the step to go down. And he noticed some people were smiling. And then some people were smirking. And some people were laughing. And some people were pointing at him, the king. And the king looked down. Uh oh. <laughs> he was no longer wearing 
his royal kingly robe. He was wearing his t-shirt and shorts that he wore under his robe. Oh, yay! The king said. He dove back into his chariot and the footman slammed the door shut. What happened to his clothes? Who stole the king's clothes? Two of the king's Portuguese guards came over to the chariot and they met with the lieutenant. And these two big, seven feet tall, three miles wide, 876 pound men wearing five swords, two knives, and one gun. And a very mean look on their face began to investigate. And they discovered there was a string of purple hanging on the edge of the door of the chariot. The king's clothes. Who stole them? And they began to follow the clue to discover where the king's clothes were now. And they walked down the parade route following the purple string. As they walked, everyone looked in shock. Everyone looked in fear. These strong, scary-looking individuals shaking the earth with each step. Sammy had been trying to gaze down to see what was going on, to see what the quiet of the crowd was. What is going on when suddenly... The sunlight that had been shining on his forehead was blocked. Sammy first thought there was a cloud in the sky, or maybe it was an eclipse. And when he looked up, he realized it was an eclipse by a very large and tall soldier. And the soldier said, You. Sammy said, Me? You. Me? What's in your hand? Oh, a little string from the king's royal robes. You have stolen the robes of the king. Oh, no, Sammy said. I didn't steal anything. I just held on to the... And the guards did not wait for Sammy to talk. Come with us. And they led Sammy. One held his right hand, one held his left hand, and they almost had to drag him towards the king. And the whole way, Sammy started to say, but I like my neck. I like my life. And they passed Sammy's parents. Sammy, where are you going? I love you, mommy. I love you, daddy. And my head loves my body. What? And they passed the Rebbe. Hey, Sammy, are, are you trying to make, pull a stick? Rebbe, help me. And the Rebbe tried to get to the front. Well, what's going on? Sorry, he's a thief. A thief? And they passed the Rav. The Rav said, Sammy, what, what's going on? You going to make a brach on the king? No, I'm not going to eat him. He's going to eat me. First he's going to shecht me, and then going to eat me. What are you talking about, Sammy? <laughs> Sir, you may not talk to him. The king is going to talk to him. 
He's going to talk to me with a knife on my neck, and I'm going to become headless. They're going to be able to go bowling with me. Oh, they came to the to the thing to the chariot. They came to the chariot. Up there. Go talk to the king. Hey, talk talk to the king. Sam put one hand on the front of his neck, one hand on the back of his neck. He figured that will help protect his neck from the king. Maybe he won't know he has a neck. He can't chop off his head if he doesn't have a neck, right? And so Sammy went up the steps, and he almost fell off because he was holding on. And he couldn't open the door of the chariot. The footman opened it, and he came in. Ah, the king of Portugal said, a young boy. Ah, I'm sorry, His Majesty, Sammy said, as he fell to one knee. And he said, His Majesty, please, I beg of you, I ask you, Mechila. I'm sorry? I ask you, Mihila. What? Uh, I ask you forgiveness. For what? For stealing your clothes. I didn't mean it. I was just trying to protect you, and I was... And then Sammy noticed there was another person in the chariot. Ah, young boy. This man next to me, he's one of my advisors. His name is Dr. Abraham. Oh, okay. And he's Jewish. I see that you're Jewish. I, I am. Uh, I am. Um, okay, very good. Dr. Abraham, could you could you um, explain to me what this Mihila is? Oh, yes, sir. It's um, forgiveness. It's really what it is. He wants you to forgive him for stealing your card. Ah, Dr. Abraham, does the Jewish people, do they, are they allowed to steal? Oh, no. It's very serious. We don't, we don't allow stealing at all. Ah. So please, His Majesty, I'm sorry. I knew I did something wrong. I didn't mean that. I was just trying to help you out. I was trying to uh, pull out the string that was in the ro- in the robe. And ah, very good, Doctor Hibbim. Is that a good reason? Well, actually, uh, today is Shabbos, right? Yes, I know. And uh, on Shabbos, you're not allowed to unremove strings that are hanging from the bottom of garments. Ah, because it's called potseya. It's unraveling. Ah, and he did unravel, didn't he? Uh, he unraveled my whole robe, <laughs> and he he. Uh, created a very embarrassing situation. Yes, and the, um, it is true, uh, Dr. Abraham said. And how do the Jewish people view embarrassing people in public? Well, um, <clears throat> Dr. Abraham <clears throat> flares through. <clears throat> the, um, I can tell you that. I know. I know what's going to happen. Uh, yes. Young man, what, what is your name? My name is Sammy. If you embarrass somebody in public, it's like you killed them. So it's like, I killed the king! <gasps> I'm so sorry for killing you! Ah. And what is the punishment in Jewish law for killing someone? Well, um, the punishment in Jewish law for killing someone is that uh, we we chop off their head. <laughs> ah, ah. And what's the what's the punishment in Jewish law for um for um for what do you call it? unraveling? What do you call it? Um, pizza for pizza? No, not pizza. Potsea. Oh, oh, potsea. Uh, what's the Jewish? They're uh, stoning. <laughs> um, you mean I get to choose between stoning and beheading? Um, Herig and Skila? Um, um, could, could I ask my Rebbe? Um, Skila's worse. Uh, I think we learned the Mishnah's Sanhedrin. Skila's worse than Herig. Um, ah. And what is the reward for making somebody smile? Dr. Abraham. Oh, it's a big reward. Actually, the Gemara says that uh, two people who are guaranteed the world to come were those who uh, made other people smile and laugh. You know, Sammy. Uh, yes. You know, Sammy. You deserve a lot of credit. 
Okay. You see, I I have always been, well, when I have to make these trips, they always make me a little bit sad. You see, I have to leave my family behind and come and visit and do different things. And it's a lot of times very boring. And I don't usually have any reason to laugh. When I went out today and everyone saw me wearing my t-shirt, which said, Portugal rocks. Portugal is the most awesome place to be. And I was wearing my pink and yellow shorts. Everyone thought that was so embarrassing for me. And it was kind of. But it was also very funny. When I came back into the chariot, you know what I did first? Before I got Dr. Abraham to join me? I spent five minutes laughing. It was so funny. Everyone's reaction... They think that a king isn't normal. They think a king is not a human being. A king also is a human being. He also likes wearing t-shirts and shorts. And so it was funny. And you made me laugh. And I really appreciate that. So I can't give you... uh, What do they call the world to come in your language? Olam Haba? Right. I can't give you... What is it again? Olam Haba. I can't give you any Olam Ha... And Ba, I can only give you some reward. And for sure, I would like to do that. Because you made my day. And you're such a polite young man. And you're so, you're so looking to ask for forgiveness. And I remember that when I shook your hand earlier, you were demonstrating such great honor. And I, I really, I really, I really very impressed. So you know what? I, you're not gonna chop off my head? Nope. I'm not going to chop off your head. You're not going to stone me? Nope. I'm not going to stone you. Oh, that's good. Dr. Abraham, what time is the Sabbath over? It's over um, about 45 minutes, uh, maybe about something like that, about an hour after sunset. And what time is that? Uh, it, it, I think it's going to be approximately uh, tonight, about 7.45. Okay. How about if... Um, I come to your house tonight to give you a special gift for making me laugh and for being my good friend here in America. And I'll come to your house sometime after 7.45. You'll come to my house? Yes, yes, but you are the king. I can't have you come to my... Ah, this is what I like about you. You're so full of honor and respect. Uh, But I would like to see where you live. I would like to meet your family. You, You would? Yes, yes, yes. Wow, that, that's so nice and honorable. But but I don't know what to serve a king when he comes to visit. Oh, don't worry. You serve me whatever you normally eat. I'll, I'll look forward, okay? Now, my guards will help you out and take you back to where you were. Oh, thank you, His Majesty. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, and Sammy reached out his hand and shook the king's hand up and down, up and down, up and down so many times. The king said, um, could, I, could I have my hand back, please? Uh, oh, sure, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, here, here you go. Um, um, and Sammy started to come out. He went out backwards to show honor to the king. Ah, Dr. Abraham, look how honorable he is. He backs out. He doesn't, turn to, he doesn't want to turn his back to me. Ah, what a beautiful boy. I am so impressed. Ah, ah. You Yidin, you Jewish people, they are so impressive. Oh, Sammy came down. And at the area where the chariot was, his Rebbe, his Rav, his parents, and half his friends were gathered. And they were saying Tehillim for Sammy. 
They didn't know what was going on. All they knew was the policemen, the big soldiers had brought him in and they were saying that Sammy was in trouble for stealing from the king. And Sammy came out with a smile on his face that went from one ear all the way around his head to the other side. He was so happy. Sammy, what happened? Chaim called. Are they going to chop your head off? Nope, Sammy said. Oh, shucks, Chaim said. Chaim! Chaim's mother said, what are, you, what are you saying? Just kidding, Mom, just kidding. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. Are they putting you in jail? Avramel called. No, Avramel, they're not putting me in jail. Oh, shucks. Avramel? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mrs. Sammy. I was just joking. <laughs> I was just joking. Not really. Pretend not. Whatever. Um, uh, okay. And Sammy came, and they gave hugs and kisses to his parents, and they went back home. After Shabbos was over, they cleaned up the house as quickly as possible because Sammy has told him that he had a guest coming. Who's coming, Sammy? Chaim asked. The king of Portugal is coming to our house. Now, you know, Sammy wasn't a person who normally told not truths, but in this case, Sammy's father and mother really did not believe him. You know, Sammy, Midvar Sheker Tirchuk, his father said, you're not supposed to tell lies. It's true. The king of Portugal is coming. Sammy, this is ridiculous. Okay, maybe you're having a friend come over and you're, what, are you going to play the king? You're going to play the game called the king of Portugal or something? Don't, don't tell lies, okay? And Sammy said, I'm not telling a lie, Tati. I'm not. I'm really true. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Okay, listen, listen. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. I'm going to the study to do some studying. I'm going to learn Dafyomi. And if you need me, call me. And Chaim said, you know what, Sammy? I want to play in the living room. And no, but you can't mess it up. I need it to be nice for the king. Oh, Sammy, you're such a baloney head. I'm not a baloney head. Okay, fine. A salami head. I'm not a salami head. Don't call me names. <laughs> Just then the doorbell rang. Chaim said, oh, I'm going to get it. I'm sure it's somebody really important like the king of Portugal. <laughs> and Chaim walked to the door with Ellie. Ellie, let's go open the door for the king of Portugal. It's really funny, king of Portugal. Portugal. Sammy said, no, no, I- I'm going to open the door because my guest. No, nah, it's okay. We'll open the door. Yeah, king of Portugal. Who is it? You think it's maybe, maybe it's Yucusiel or maybe it's Daniel or Ellie or something. And they open the door and they say to back to Sammy, who's standing behind them. Yeah, right. You're going to get the king of Portugal to come here. And they turn to Good fuck, your majesty, Chaim said to the man standing in very blue kingly robes, wearing a crown on his head. I, 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 I didn't mean to doubt um, His Majesty's coming and, and uh, uh, good vach, good vach. And the king said to the king turned to Dr. Abraham What did he say? He said have a good week Oh, you too Good week uh, He didn't say week, did he? He said vach, vach is Yiddish for week oh, Good vach No, 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 no Okay, good vach Excellent, excellent, there we go Alright Perfect. Um, Sammy came to the door. Please come in, His Majesty. And the king walked in. And the king's guards tried to squeeze through the door. They had to turn sideways. They were so wide. They had to turn sideways to come into the door. And he brought them to the living room. And he had the king sit in his father's fancy dancy armchair. His Majesty, I would like to get my father and my mother to come and join us. Is that okay? Oh, for sure, for sure. And Sammy ran and got his father. Uh, Tati, 
Yeah, Sammy, I'm in the middle of learning. It's very hard to have today. Could you please? Tati, the king is here. I know, I know. The king is here. Okay, Mir Tashem. I'll come in a few minutes. No, no, no. The king is really here. Look, it was just Shabbos and the queen was here. And I get it. That Shabbos Malkasa and Malava Malka and the Malava Melech. No, no, no. The king of Portugal is here in our living room. Uh, all right. I'll come, I'll come, I'll come. And he starts to walk to the living room. And Sammy runs to his mother. Ma, ma, uh, take off your house coat and put on your, your fancy dress because the king is here. Oh, my fancy dress is under my house coat. But, but the king's here. Eh, okay, okay. And when they walked to the living room and saw the king was there, they're like, <gasps> Ah, you are the parents of this delightful young man? Chaim said, delightful. Delightful. Who are you talking about, me? No, 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 this young boy, Sammy. Ah, uh, delightful, his majesty? I mean, yes, his majesty. Ah, uh, Sammy's father and mother said, uh, are, are you talking about Sammy? Yes, he is such a fine young man. We know, Sammy's parents said. We know. Yes, he is our son. Ah, I am so proud to be his friend. You're his friend, Chaim asked to the king. You're you're Sammy's friend? Yes, we became friends on my visit here. I am so proud. It's such a nice honor to be in a country and have friends in the country. Uh, Um, okay. You know, he made a nice, he made a really nice impression and he really accepted Dr. Uh, Abraham's um, word on the matter. And uh, I, I really am very, very impressed with him. He's a very beautiful, wonderful boy. And I'm glad to have him as my friend. Um, 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 thank you, His Majesty, Sammy's father said. Uh, may, may we offer His Majesty uh, uh, um, uh, 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 a cup of um, some, 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 I don't know what kings drink. We drink, like most people, water, um, coffee. Oh, His Majesty like a cup of coffee? Um, no thanks. Actually, I, I would, wouldn't mind a little bit of drink. Do, do you have, do you have soda? Coca-Cola? Um, we do. Ah, in my country, I can't drink Coca-Cola because everyone in my country thinks I eat very healthy. And I try to. But sometimes, I like a cup of soda. When I was young, I went to school for a period of time in the United States. And I really enjoyed Coke and Pepsi. Oh, uh, his majesty, we have either one. I'll, I'll just have some Coke. Thank you so much. And while they got a Coke for his majesty, Sammy's mother said, How about something to eat? Well, you know, Dr. Dr. Abraham was telling me a little bit about the diet of religious Jews over the Sabbath. And I heard you have this thing called chulent. Ah, we do. Um, I would like to have a flavor if you don't mind. I'd love to taste um, a little flavor. Uh, it's, it's cold out. I have to put it in the microwave. It's not really befitting to the king for me to put food in the microwave. And, oh, it's no problem. No problem. I don't mind. I'll tell you the truth. In my palace, we have lots of different rooms, right? And most rooms are very fancy. But in the room where my family has dinner, usually, when we're a little family quietly eating dinner, we have a microwave too. <laughs> and we microwave uh, food also. We have hot dogs. We have hamburgers. You know, like normal food. When we have to, we have fancy food. But but we like we like normal food too. We even have pizza, which is what Sammy did today. Uh, I thought it was His Majesty, Sammy said. It, it, it wasn't pizza that I did today. Oh, yeah, you unraveled my clothing, and uh, Dr. Abraham told me it was pizza. No, no, (laughs) is it possible? I don't mean to correct His Majesty, the Honorable King, the greatest king in the whole wide world, um, besides Frasham, and it's okay, you don't need to know that, I'm not the greatest king. But um, is it possible it's called Potsea? Oh, yes, oh, yes, yes, Potsea, Potsea. Ellie spoke up. Isn't that like from Ashrei? Potsea, Sedecho, Maspiel, Chochai, Ratzon? 
Sammy's father was back by that time. No, 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 Eli. Eli, that's Poseach Esedecha. Oh, I thought it means like Hashem unravels something. Um, Poseach Esedecha, you have to unravel your hands. Like you spread them out. If you spread them out, or I don't know. No, 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 no. Good, that was good. It was a good application, but no, no, that's all it means. And so the king had a bowl of chalent. And each of the king's guards had a bowl of chalent. This is good, they said to Sammy. Oh, we need the recipe. Um, yeah, there's a famous story about that. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to rec- re- repeat the recipe without keeping Shabbos. It's kind of complicated. What do you mean keep Shabbos? How do you keep a day of the week? Oh, it's, it is kind of complicated how you keep a day of the week. You put it in the closet. You take cut it out of the calendar and you put all of them in a, in a drawer. How do you keep the day of the week? Um, how do you keep the day of the week? I, I don't know. Um, uh, um, all right, I'll give you the recipe. Ma, could you give him the recipe? Oh, sure, sure. And after being there for about a half hour, the king looked at his watch and said, Oh, I have another appointment, but I really appreciate it. Ah, oh, before I go, I meant, I meant, before I go, I came for the purpose of giving you your reward. Why does he get reward, Chaim asked? Well, what did he do? He brought me to smile and to laugh. Uh, I can tell you a knock-knock joke. Well, no, no, maybe a different time. Ah, what a beautiful boy this boy is. Ah, here it is in my pocket. And he pulled out of the pocket of his robe a very square box. And he opened up the... He handed the box to Sammy. Sorry, and he handed the box to Sammy. Please open it. And Sammy opened it. And inside the box was a watch. Um, um, what kind of watch is this? It tells time, I guess. Ah, and Chaim's eyes almost popped out of his head, as did Chaim's father. It was a watch that's called a Rolex. It was a watch that costs $10,000. Oh, and also, I have over here for you, a very special gift. I hope it's okay. I asked the, the rabbi of the community, actually Dr. Abraham asked, how many people are in your family? And I really, really want that this summer you come to me so I can entertain you and host you in my country, in my palace. And so I have over here six plane tickets to Portugal. Dated July 1st. You can always change the date. You'll come. Sammy didn't know what to say. Sammy's father didn't know what to say. How do you tell the king, no, I don't want to go to Portugal to visit you. I don't want to visit you. Then again, can they? Are they allowed to? Is it a good idea? Yes, that's the rough. He doesn't know what to do. And Dr. Abraham knew what was going on in Sammy's father's mind. And Dr. Abraham said, we already spoke to your rough. We already asked you, Rav, if he would accompany you on the trip. Accompany us? That's right. And then, all together, your family and the Rav's family and the King of Portugal will make a journey to Eretz Yisrael. What? Yes, yes. The King would like to visit Eretz Yisrael. He never had a chance. And now he figures he'll have the chance to go with some great tour guides. And to go traveling with his friends. 
the whole family couldn't say anything. The king stood up and they walked out towards the door. And they walked towards the door. As they left, the king turned back to Sammy's parents and said to Sammy's parents, as he gave Sammy a little knipple on his cheek, he said, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Sammy, you are really lucky to have such a wonderful son. <laughs>